Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the sixth day of July. Middle of the week, hope you're having a fantastic week. I want to encourage you to check out our midweek drop. Every Wednesday, we put up the Tuesday night Bible study that we conduct in Flowery Branch, Georgia. We are doing a overview. Overview is the best way to say it because it's not an intense verse-by-verse examination of the book of Acts. We're doing an overview of Acts, and we're framing it around the development of the early church, particularly as it shows itself through the stories, through the characters, what did the church do, what did she look like, what mistakes might she have made, what successes did she learn, in what ways did she grow, change. Those things are not used as templates for us to just copy, boom, 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 but it is used for us to learn from. That's what the past is great for. And so we've been doing this series on the church now for a couple months. I would encourage you, and we, we, we tag all of them. The titles are always the church and then a subtitle past that. So you can go back and trace them all the way back to the first one, which was titled simply the church. And um, check them out. I think they will at least give you some things to think about. Been getting good feedback from people who were giving them some things to at least kick around and consider. And uh, we put those up every Wednesday. So it'll be up sometime today, probably not as quickly as you're able to access the DDP. We have to process and all that stuff. So it's usually up by the end of the workday. And of course, the YouTube video is the videos available as well at YouTube. PWM is our YouTube channel where you can get it all at paulwhiteministries.com. All right, yesterday I concluded the podcast by telling you that today we would cover a verse that is one of the most famous verses in the New Testament. I do not think I'm exaggerating. I'll read it for you. You tell me if you agree. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Yes, it's famous. We've heard this quoted. We've all quoted it, even if you didn't know where it was in your Bible. 2 Timothy 1, 7, that's where it is. You've probably quoted it because we use this every time someone is afraid We kind of have two verses that we kick out. One is this one. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And if you're like me, you probably then take them to 1 John and tell them that perfect love casts out fear from 1 John 4.18. And those are good. They're good. There's good support verses. Here's what you might not realize is they are not the same word. In the Greek, when you talk about fear, you most of the time think scared. And you should, because most of the time, the word has that connotation in the Greek. Like we haven't been, uh, or perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love casts out being scared, casts out this irrational stress and worry. And that's... When we take in the perfect love of God, that doesn't mean we love perfectly and then we're not afraid. It means as we take in the perfect love of God, because God is love, He calms those individual areas of our lives. I have found that when I am freaked out about something or stressed out about something, it's probably an area where I haven't fully embraced His perfect love for me, and I I think I still need to do something there. But that is not this text. The word fear in 2 Timothy 1.7 is from the Greek word delia, 
and it never appears again in the New Testament. So to be quite honest, the translators didn't do us any favors by calling it fear, not when it's Delia, because Delia would be much closer to the English concept of cowardice. What Paul says to Timothy is, God didn't give you a spirit of cowardice. God did not make you a coward. He gave you power. He gave you love. He gave you, and here once again, the translators did us no favors. They went with sound mind, and most of us have quoted it that way our entire lives. But sound mind just kind of sounds like you're not crazy. That's because it has a different connotation in our tech and our culture than it did in theirs. Sound mind would be closer to our concept of self-control. God didn't give you a spirit of cowardice. He gave you power. He gave you love. He gave you self-control. Now you might think, what does this mean to me? What does this have to do with me? Well, first of all, let's put it in context and figure out what it had to do with Timothy. Remember, one verse earlier, and we covered this verse yesterday, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given you a spirit of cowardice. Stir up the gift that's in you because there is a gift God gave you and there's also something you have that was not given to you by God. Because notice he uses gift in verse 6 and given in verse 7. Stir up what God gave you because God did not give you a spirit of cowardice. It looks like perhaps Timothy is struggling with cowardice. He needs boldness. He is struggling to find. So Paul says, stir this up. I prophesied over you. It's in you. Stop being a coward. God didn't give you this cowardice. This cowardice is a spirit. This has come over you, but it's not you. What God gave you is power and love and self-control. And I think it's interesting, and I don't know that I'm smart enough, I don't know if anyone is, to really figure out why Paul uses these three on Timothy, but I got a feeling it was meant to be for Timothy. Timothy maybe was having a problem with his own authority, power, maybe was struggling to love, and maybe was dealing with self-control in a different issue or perhaps within these issues. But for whatever cause, Paul says, you are not a coward. You have power, you have love, you have self-control. So Paul said it to Timothy, but I think the text is saying it to us. Otherwise, why do we read this? So what can we do with this? Whatever gift God gave you, I, can, I don't know. But I know what he didn't give you. He didn't make you a coward. And that doesn't mean that to show you're not a coward, you go out and get in fights or you confront people. No. He gave you self-control. So let's not act like the opposite of cowardice is go crazy with authority. No, we don't have the spirit of cowardice. We have a self-control. We have a power and an authority. And we have a love that is not associated with cowardice. What does that look like? I think there are moments in your walk where you need reminded that timidity and cowardice is not your brand in the spirit. But converse to that would be authority, power, love, 
and the self-control that comes with knowing who you are, not trying to show who you are through acts that should be deemed cowardly, not knowing really your place, your station, your call, your giftings, or your anointings. There's a therefore in the next verse. We'll get there tomorrow as we introduce the next segment. We'll see you then. God bless.